What's up, everybody? It's Jeffrey Lyles welcoming you to another installment of Lyles Movie Files. Joining me, as always, is the one and only dear brother, Jace. How are you? Hello! How are you? <laughs> I'm stupid. This ha. telling ha. here? Ha! Yes. Ha! <laughs> Still... In the playoffs, still in a mix, still in action, beat out discount cut rate, <laughs> Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers in frozen tundra of Lambeau Field. That game was crazy, unbelievable. We're very far away from it, and I still can't believe it happened. Look, honestly, if you guys were paying uh, Tom Brady, there would have been a new rule saying that you couldn't block punts, in, you know, instituted in the middle of the game. So, punts. you can't get a bunch block punts, okay? It's just a rule, okay? Block get over it. cannot be run back for a touchdown. <laughs> totally in the rule book. Totally. Man. So, really crazy week of football. We're going to talk about that later. But let's start off with the news that we are ready for more com- more combat mortal combat we are getting a sequel to the warner brothers film which i'm not sure about you i find ludicrously interesting because warner brothers like "Mm, i don't know we want a sequel to that one no you people are clamoring for this one no no we're good it's that dre me drake meme (laughs) and so we're getting a sequel to mortal kombat and there's a reason for it. The first one made 83.6 million worldwide. And I guess the the midpoint of the pandemic. And it was also HBO Max's most popular day and date film with 3.8 million views. Not bad. And the carnage, the combat was pretty good, except for the random character we just threw in, despite Mortal Kombat having 98 characters. Wait. Two more just been added. It's a hundred characters. And we really didn't need golden arms. If it was not, you got thoughts. If you see that you make 3.8, I mean, 3.8 million dollar viewers, put that in your typical 20 to 30 years. You were in that 60 to 90 million dollars range of that. You can actually say it's lost income. I mean, or transferred income. I think that merits a sequel. I mean that that right there. I, if you tell me, you show me that number. I say yes. We that movie deserves a, a sequel, no matter how our random character that no one actually really messed with. He, 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 you know, he sucked. But you guys didn't, you know, tell everybody, all your friends, not to watch this movie because of this random lame character. So let's try. We we still know there are another thousand Mortal Kombat characters that you're gonna like. Because you've always liked them, so we'll just introduce them. <laughs> so, Johnny, yeah, is it worth the sequel? Totally. Um, we know you got Johnny Cage coming, and there's hopefully, you know, we don't try and do uh, Kano, Johnny Cage like we did Kano, and we'll be fine. I, I think that's a good. I think that's actually a smart, reasonable move by Warner Brothers. <laughs> yeah, something that people like making a sequel for it. Gosh, who does that? 
that's a mind-blowing concept. But yeah, I, I really, I thought Mortal Kombat was a lot of fun. I thought they did a nice job of trying to incorporate the fatalities. The fight scenes were done well. It's just a random character because there's so many to choose from. And there was nothing wrong with, with old boy in the movie. It was just like, why couldn't you be Striker or anybody else? Or just anybody beside Golden Arms. Yeah. Like, that was... In, Golden Arms with nunchucks. Like, do you know... I mean, it's like, you already have Jack, but why would you bring somebody with anything with arms? That didn't it make was, a whole it was, it was, it was It was really weird. And it was pretty lame, all things considered. I mean, we already had Jack, so it was like, why do we got this dude here? But, yeah. Playing through the last, I guess, whatever, the second to last, most recent. That sounded terrible. One of the more recent Mortal Kombat video games, I was like, they have so many characters. It's so many opportunities for films just from, I mean, they don't even have to focus on like the core principal ones. There's so many characters. So I think they can do a lot. And I really hope that they go more of an Amazon Prime route where it's just, hey, this one's exclusive to HBO Max. And... I don't know if this one would work in that button, but I feel like there are opportunities for films like that. I th honestly, I think the, the funny thing is, I think there, if depending on how the budget goes on this, I think you could make a nice series of Mortal Kombat TV shows just because there's 9,000 Mortal Kombat characters. You can do character features, you know, build up to a movie. And, I mean, depending on the budget, you'll be fine. I mean, I think you got years and years of Mortal Kombat to go. And and if, if they do it right. I messed myself up because now I have Triumph on a loop in my head. Toons bit the hitting Mortal Kombat sounds. You know, it's just... And there's not a bad... I was on you. Yeah, it really was. But as far as songs that get stuck in my head, Triumph is not a bad one. So I'm okay with this choice. I can live with it. Yeah, I, I listened to the radio today. Far... Far worse choices to have be made. You chose poorly. I mean, there's a fatality back there. You know, it really should be. Half, half my spine's back there, you know. Whatever. Radio, listen. Fatality. <laughs> the busiest yeah. man in Hollywood. Who is it? Uh, The Rock. Okay. I just wanted to make sure we were on the same page with that. Because you could have either gone with Ryan Reynolds or Kevin Hart. Either would have been acceptable, but yes, it is indeed Dwayne Johnson, The Rock. I was, uh, I got my new Ultimate Edition Kane figure, and you know, I, I do this, I break them down, kind of show them doing their moves against different guys from their era. And I have my Rock figure, and I'm like, this is so weird. There's a generation of people who have no idea this guy was literally the biggest thing in wrestling, too. That's crazy. I mean, to just be the pinnacle of one thing and go, this is boring and they're about to get stupid. I'm about to peace out and just overtake Hollywood and just become the action guy. It's wild. I mean, is I mean, as many a guys who tried to leave wrestling at their peak and failed at it, Dwayne 100 percent did. It's like, no, I, I can do this. I don't need to be. I'll be the bad guy on this uh Scorpion King movie. Then they'll give me a spinoff and I'll be the good guy. And then I'll just go from there and rocket ship to all of Hollywood. I mean, that, nobody else has done it. I mean, like, you, you think Goldberg, you think, uh, mm -hmm. gosh. I mean, good. 
Brian Stone Piper, Cold. Stone Cold. The Miz. I mean, what? Yeah, some of them have like cult movies. How many John Marines Cena. did the uh, I think like, I think the Miz has been in forty eight Miz movies uh, or the Marine movies. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it it is actually I mean and, and and I said all of those guys have, are charismatic. It's just somehow The Rock just he he took it much more like a business and not a hobby. I think like seven bucks production. He's like, no, I'm I want this. I don't want to go is my fallback is wrestling. Wrestling is my past. I'll go promote my stuff there, but I am movie star Dwayne Johnson versus The Rock, who sometimes dabbles in movies. Right. Like, hey, hey, true or false? Would Rock have been this guy if he did not join the Fast and Furious franchise? It sure gave... It gave. I think it gave everybody a nice rocket ship. I think he would have been okay... He would have got the San Andreas, and he would have got maybe if he was lucky. I, I, I'm not even guaranteeing he would have got movies with Kevin Hart if he didn't have the Fast and Furious franchise. Like he, they would have thought like, who can we use? Maybe they, Dave Batista. They would have been. It, it probably wouldn't have been The Rock unless The Rock goes in there and shows like his super tough guy hanging out with you know match of wits with Vin Diesel, and I think match that's wits or tank tops. Uh, small muscles, medium-sized muscle shirts. Medium shirts. Yes. Sweet. Yes. So anyway, Rock is going to be teaming up with Chris Evans for a new film called Red One. And Red One sounds quite interesting. One of the producers describes it as a mix of Hobbs and Shaw. Oh, no. Meets Guardians of the Galaxy meets Miracle on 34th Street. Yes, this is a Christmas movie. Unlike anything you've ever seen before. And based on that description, it would have to be. I feel like with Chris Evans and Dwayne Johnson, my pen is all set to be signed up. I don't care. I don't need to see a trailer. This is not going to come out till I would assume, Christmas season mm-hmm. next year. But I don't need anything. That that's I'm sold with those two. What about you? The funny thing is, like, as much as all of us, I mean, I, I think our, our 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 viewers enjoy Chris Evans from the Captain America MCU franchise. If you go just slightly out of it, you can see him in Snowpiercer. You can see him in uh, Knives Out, and you know, there's a whole like he could. If you want him to do comedy, dark kind of, he's. I mean, heck, Fantastic Four. You know, the, the dude has range. The losers. Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, so I'm. If you say yeah, you, you, we're gonna do rock with him. Sure, like uh, sign me up. I'm, I'm, I'm. I mean, I just, I randomly just decided to watch Die Hard, you know, when it's not even Christmas time. And I would, yes, because some people say that's not a Christmas movie. It starts in Christmas. It's Christmas movie. Yeah, I, I was worried which uh, Die Hard movie you were talking about because the last one needs a Men in Black pen to make all of us forget that we saw it. Ding. Red light. And I, 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 if you want to put me, want to have that kind of movie? Sounds. I mean, that sounds weird. I mean, it, it sounds like yo, let's let's do something that hasn't been done in a while. Like I, hey, I, I missed Hollywood kind of experimenting even with their stars. Like occasionally we're gonna go see something that doesn't make sense. Like throw it out there. We'll check it out. Maybe. We're not making any promises though. I'll say next year. I'm thinking, you know, everything in the world is kind of back to normal. 
I'm thinking you go review that one. All right. Well, it's going to be on Amazon. That one's going to Amazon. So I don't really have to worry about theater. I got Jack Reacher coming with our boy, uh, Hawk. Yeah. All right. Anyway. Oh, that was, yes. Smart move getting off that, uh, that right, Titan right, show. Right. Whatever right, it is. Right. Yeah. Boop. So here's something that I feel is not quite right at this moment, but I feel that there is a smart move in doing this the way they're doing it. So we've got the Uncharted films coming. Tom Holland and our boy Mark Wahlberg. And they're not as old as they are in the games. Or at least the main games. Where Sully's old. He's got the thick white mustache. Full head of white hair. And Nathan is probably in his early to mid 30s. Tom Holland doesn't look that old, one. And, you know, he, he's always been, Nathan Drake has been Nathan filling to me. It's, bam, this is if you if you were to do a Drake movie, that's him. And, you know, we put him back to, like, his castle age. We use our special de-aging techniques. But I feel like Tom Holland is a really good choice because if this becomes a, a good franchise, he can eventually grow to look as old as Drake. And we'll just slap on a little white talcum powder on Mark Wahlberg's head. Throw him, a, give him a mustache. He'll fit in too. But I think this is almost maybe a little bit presumptuous that they're going to be able to crank out a video game franchise because sequels to video games don't really happen. Although Uncharted was basically an action movie anyway. So what do you think? Are you okay, excited uh, about this? I, I I just saw the previews for it today. And again, I'm just like, I do see the like, I don't know if the if Nathan Fillion was literally the voice actor or just the sure inspiration. Uh, yeah, you might be right, but it, it's like literally, it's like when I see him, it's like I mean, you you, you watch uh, Nathan Fillion on the castle. I mean, uh, the rookie, you're like, you mean the guy from Uncharted, right? I mean, even though he's, <laughs> it, you know, it's it's one of those deals. You're just like, he's got the kind of cocky sounding voice and just kind of like, I mean, we've heard him for years in green uh, is green lantern. And it's just like, he sounds like that. I mean, he sounds like a uh, guy from uncharted. Yeah, he no kinda, okay. So you kind of need somebody who kind of has like, no, no, don't worry. I got this. Even though it's like a stupid scenario, <laughs> not like, he's not like, um, uh, from, uh, Kurt Russell from uh, Big Big Trouble in Little China. He actually gets his stuff done. It's just wild and zany action film to it. Yeah, I don't know. He's, I, I think Kurt Russell's uh, Jack is a pretty decent comparison to him. He doesn't get himself like an uncharted. He the, the, the main character. What's his name? I cannot. Nathan Drake. Nathan Drake. Okay, so Nathan Drake doesn't get him. He gets himself into silly, situ- stupid situation, but he doesn't look. At times, bumbling. He's the confidence dude you can see jumping over stuff and kind of crazy action. No, he's not wearing makeup. Yeah, um, yeah. So, <laughs> it worked for him. You know, but if you can, this game is dang near foolproof to make an action movie. Yeah, it's almost like, hey, this first video game. Just make a movie like this, <laughs> and it 
will work. I mean, just like, hey, Tomb Raider, again, it should be easy. Hey, like, man, now, have you played the Rise of the Tomb Raider and I guess the sequel of them? Those uh, no. recent ones, they're great. And yeah, they should be easy translations as well because the video game designers started to realize we don't need Hollywood. We can just make our movies in, in the game. And Uncharted in the last few Tomb Raider films really embody that feel where it's like, we don't need you. We'll just do it ourselves. So I'm curious to see how this will translate with the younger Nathan and Sully and if that'll work. But if it does, you know, maybe five years from now, we're on to our third Uncharted. Tom Holland's going to look like a much older Nathan Drake the way he should maybe from the first one. Yeah. Mm. I, and, and and the funny thing is, I wish they had kind of done something different with uh, Mark Wahlberg. I, just a mustache, just something like add an extra little gray to the head, and it, I think it would work. It would have been like, okay, you're you're not just playing Mark Wahlberg playing Mark Wahlberg playing another guy. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, I think that's the one thing because Sully has that old school Magnum PI feel to him, like Magnum about. 25 years after chilling in Hawaii where he's just like, ah, come on, kid, I'll show you the ropes. He's got a cigar in his mouth all the time. I feel like Mark Wahlberg has range like this. Like, but it's, it's not a- for this role, he, I mean, remember, he was an Italian job. He's a funny, he, Mark Wahlberg's not a horrible actor. He does his thing, but it's every, I mean, his role is like, here, I mean, like I said, they, they he knows his typecast, and he's like, "Is the check good? I'll, I'll take it." Well, he's not bad in the roles that he's typecasting. I think this one yeah. should fit okay. I just wish he would look a little bit more like Sully. Yeah, like you give him, I, I like the great, like half a gray temple, uh, you know, a mustache. That would, I think, that would work for me. Because I'm a little worried that they're going to be like, "Well, Mark Wahlberg's still a big star, right?" Let's keep him focused in the movie where, where the Uncharted games are Sully's in there, maybe about 35, 40% of the movie. I mean, the game. Less, less than that. Maybe. I mean, it's like he's not the main dude. And I'm worried that they could be like, Mark Wahlberg's still a household name. Let's let's keep it 50 50 with these guys. Yeah. It, I mean, because of, it's going to be a nun, young Nathan Drake, they may have a little more buddy aspect yeah. instead of him, Nathan, with like kind of girl he meets, you know, yeah, exactly. and they get through the hijinks. So we'll see. All right. We'll, we'll definitely see about that one. Um, got some video, more video game news. A sequel to Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order has been announced. And they're going to have two more Star Wars games. One is the FPS and another is a strategy game. And I mentioned Fallen Order because I'm still currently playing it. And now I need to hurry up before random story elements come leaking out. But really fun game. And in this week's episode of the Mandalorian Boba Fett, it was it looked like there was a character from Jedi Fallen Order making an appearance. And I was like, oh, that's cool. And oh. it, it's small character. It's not like a... a I was going to say, I, I just started playing Fallen Order like yesterday. So I, <laughs> I did nothing. I mean, like, have you at least gotten to the droid yet? 
I got off the train. Wow. Okay. You need to play longer. Okay. <laughs> I get like an hour of free time. <laughs> couldn't need you to devote more time to foolishness and video games. Okay. Thank you. Uh, we'll try. Sincerely management. But let's talk about this episode of the book of Boba Fett because I wasn't sure if it was a great episode of Boba Fett or if it's a great first episode of the Mandalorian season three. I didn't care either way. I was just like, sign me all up. This is, this is really good. And I just felt like this shows, excuse me, this shows the power of this Disney plus opportunity, this Avenue where they can just be like, we're going to spend a whole episode on the Mandalorian. It's, it's not even like a sneaky pilot that we're running in here. In here. It's just like, Yo, we know y'all care about the Mandalorian, so <laughs> who's gonna complain about an episode featuring him? Hmm? No one. Right. Okay, that's what I thought. And so much cool stuff in it. It just felt like, wow, we don't even need the first episode of Mandalorian season three now. Cause I I'm covered. Everything that I wanted, I got. He's messing with the Darksaber, doesn't even know how to use it, cut himself up with it, and slicing up ham and pork. It was like, man. <laughs> That was great. Yeah, that that the fights, the initial fight scene, you're like, oh wow, this he, he's gone for the dark saber, and he's like, oh shoot, it's like I have no idea what I'm doing with the dark saber. I really like that because I feel we always see the Jedi, and I feel like if I had a flamethrower sword, basically, I would shut that sucker off every time I wasn't swinging it. But the Jedi just kind of casually, like, oh yeah, I'll use it as a flashlight. I'm like, what? I feel like that's a little bit dangerous. And we get to see somebody totally inexperienced fighting. It's like, oh, shoot, I hurt myself fighting. It's like, thank you. That, that's all I needed to see. Just somebody not being an expert at it and really showing the consequences. Kids, don't try but, this at home. But wait, can anybody pick it up and go against a forced order it person? It depends if they are the direct descendant of Emperor Palpatine. No, no, but Finn, Finn, the guy who had no training. He was training just... with a staff. I mean, I could at least, you know, give him a little credit not to slice his arm off with it. But yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, I, I, I is, I think your backdoor pilot, uh, pilot analogy was probably correct because that's lit roof. It almost felt like it's like you have to if you were to watch season three of Mandalorian. I think this episode is almost required viewing. Like, okay, all the stuff he gets into. How, how does he get this new plane? Okay, your right. new spaceship. Did you, you, did, you, that? did you love the wizard? Wizard. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, y'all are going to watch Phantom Medicine like it, darn it. <laughs> if you don't, we'll bring back episode seven. No, 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 no. You got it. We'll watch Phantom Menace is a great movie. Please, please don't. No, don't. Yeah, there was just so much fun stuff in there and watching him with the remnants of his clan and then old boy Vistler going, hey, that's my family's saber, player. I want it. And and then he beats him. And it's like, you, we don't care if we only have three people. You took your mask, your helmet off. Beat it. <laughs> that, was, that was like, uh, that is the way. This is the way. Okay, fine. I kind of feel like maybe we're just two people left you may want to make some amendments to the way make some new way yeah. no. <laughs> like uh i mean like hey I, I mean it was interesting like when especially when um the armor brought up uh bo-katan is like this cautionary yes. tale it's like 
Yeah, if if you say, hey, if you 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 have this dark saber, you really shouldn't. Here's the one you look at. It's like, right. Yeah. It was it was great because I think a lot of people who are like Clone Wars experts who like understand the mythology so strongly were like, well, wait, how in the world? Because in Clone Wars she had it, and that's totally messed up. And they're like, listen, we understand. We, listen, I wrote this thing. Calm down. And John Favreau was like. You just you just sit patiently, kids. I'll I'll explain it all to you. Just just sit here on the corner, and Daddy's gonna break it all down for you. And he did, and it was like wow. And then we got to see a little bit of the invasion of Mandalore, and it felt like Star Wars meets Terminator with those Imperial <laughs> probe droids. Just kind of, I was like, gosh, this is terrifying. Like, and I also appreciated they used the uh, the Imperial droids from uh, Rogue One. Yeah, is that I was like, oh wait, good callback there. Yeah. That was that was good one. It's, I love how much they connect to so many fabrics of the Star Wars universe in general, where it's like, ooh, well, this is from a video game. Ooh, this is from a, a random spinoff movie that was great. Oh, yeah. Okay, this is from that great cartoon I heard. Oh, man, I need to binge everything. So you can watch it and follow along, but it's so rewarding if you're just like totally in tune with all things Star Wars because... They drop Easter eggs and little teasers and hints where it's like, oh, that's so nice. I like what you did there. I, I think this is what we, we, we always, we, I, we heap praise on uh, John Favreau and Dave Filoni. It's because it's like, they are, if we, I mean, you, you take out seven and eight and nine and just have this be the start of newer Star Wars. We're like, whenever you guys are ready to make a movie, we're there for it you're going to knock some MCU heads out of the water for most viewed, I mean, movie. If you guys, if you guys were, were running, we, well, we're there. But, you know, I, I think you you're probably right. now have to. Hmm? Yeah, I think you're right. That would be the only franchise of Filoni Favreau-led Star Wars saga that would compete with the Marvel Studios, Marvel Cinematic Universe. Because they understand everything in the same way that Kevin Feige does with Marvel Studios. Where it's like, <laughs> yeah, okay. I, I can afford to try something with with Eternals because everything else is going to be amazing. And you're going to love it. And you're going to be clamoring for more. So, and anything behind it will quickly make you forget about our experimentation that wasn't horrible. Just different. Yeah. Love. But mm. that was... It was really good. And seeing Finnick come through then, yo, player, what's up? I got some money for it. He's like, nah, I don't need the money. I'm good. I, I'm rolling. You know, we're part of my crew. And I just, gosh, why can't we recast Cara Dune? Man. It's unfortunate. I mean, as I always say, you never figure out if they're done with the character or really just, I mean, like, I mean, Cara Dune is, I mean, the, I mean, Gina Carano is like, eh, we don't she's really want to touch her. Right. Yeah, she's done. Because, I mean, like, there's some studios that be like, yeah, well, think about it. Like, Disney's like, no, we're done with her 100%. <laughs> but I still think they, they're probably like, we probably, if we get, change this one character, we can probably get another show up. Yeah. I'm just. I would just be like, you know, there's the there was a talk of what was it, uh, Star Wars, uh, Rangers, and it was like Rangers of the New Republic, oh, right? Yeah, something like that. And then it was just like all you need is one character to get recast, put in Book of Boba Fett or Mandalorian season three, and it's 
a a go. I mean, it's so it's almost like, would you do you want one character's one person's real life character to mess up our money, or we can recast, say that we do not approve of that, you know, stuff, and then go, hey, but we also approve of making money, more money based on characters characters you should like. I need I mean, more. I did like. I need more people at Disney to watch soap operas, just so oh, they can gosh. understand how quickly we will adapt with the new actor. The role of Jack Abbott will now be played by. Absolutely. Okay. Cool. Yeah. That's all. I need. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Right. Great. Okay. So that was. I loved so much of that episode. We got the new ship form. He said, "Where I, I need a Razor Crest," and she's like, "Dude, you don't need a Razor Crest. I got this Naboo cruise, cruiser for you." <laughs> it was. It was such an underwhelming reveal. It's like, what a piece of junk. <laughs> no, no, I got it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was actually surprised he was like he he actually bought it because I'm like the Razor Crest has some whole space you could carry your bounties in. This is you gonna have to chop some heads off, put it in the back seat, and call it. Hey, there's no more taking your warm anymore. With I only got one seat. Listen, he's he's rocking to Wu Tang. It's just chop your necks, <laughs> protect your neck, because because only your head is taking a ride with me on this thing. I've only got headspace now, so. Yeah, just a really fun episode all around. If you weren't hyped up for the next week, I don't know how you couldn't be. And then it's kind of like, well, shoot, when is Mandalorian season three coming? And maybe that was the only bad thing about the episode because it, it starts the clock right now. But don't we have, I mean, don't we have uh, the story of Ken- Kenobi next? Oh, yes, we do, sir. And- yeah, so it's like. You guy again as, as I as I like mess around every week trying to figure out something to watch on Netflix. Like, uh, what's their watch? Dude, but every all, week I know I got something on Disney Plus. All there is is series now. I feel like where where are the movies? And that's what the, the, look at the stock prices. Everybody else is seeing that too. Yeah, like, it's like I don't I don't need to get sucked into another ten episode series. Hey, speaking of, where are you now on Cobra Kai? What? I'm gonna get to it. I, I just I'm, I'm I had to get through my other rabbit holes. Now I'm back. Season two starts tomorrow. Season two. You're giving me that judgmental look. Oh man, I I, I want you to frame this look. Come uh, on. All right. So you, you you got work to do. All right. Let's do a I quick do. merit of first sight re- recap thoughts. <laughs> Alyssa thinks she is Beyonce, wrapped up with Kim Kardashian. Um, help me out. Who else? Uh, Paris Hilton. No, uh, no. I mean, like a super, super. Everybody's like, "Yo, she is amazing looking." Whoever uh, she thinks she's all of them, and she's like, "This dude, Chris, is whack because, um, reasons because he's not quite up to my supermodel status." I definitely, she definitely thinks she, she believes she is, is, a, is a supermodel. I, I will say that. I mean, like, she, as much as like, because everybody says, I hope the person, I'm attracted to the person. But, and, you know, in, in, in essence, they are saying, I hope they're hot to me. But her, I mean, I don't know if it was just the way they framed it. Because she either, she said it so much, they couldn't help but repeat it nine yeah. times. But she was nine like, Nine times? Nine times. Nice. Ferris Bueller. They just, yeah, they just made sure that, oh, yeah, he better be, if he's not hot, doesn't have great teeth, I'm out of there. And it was like, um. I mean, teeth are something that really can be fixed. That's not something that's like, 
oh man, that's it. Now, maybe it takes a little longer, but teeth are, teeth are fixable. Ask Anthony from season five. He got his teeth fixed up. And Ashley was like, you have amazing teeth. Uh, these aren't, I mean, the way they, and it's going to be interesting to see how they portray her character. Her character, and yes, and her, I, and I, and then yeah, I, it, it's like the basis. Like I, I mean, the way they are framing her, she is not. She is your married inside uh, next um, uh, Mirla villain. You may come to hate, nah. but once you get to know her, you'll come to love her. And when they were trying to frame how they thought that that match was going to work, I'm like, okay, seriously, you didn't think this was going to work. You literally needed to have one person. You needed to have one couple. It was going to be entertaining on how quick they're going to get divorced. Is it going to be in the eighth week or is it after the third week when they just basically decide they're going to call it quits? Yeah. We don't know. See, that's that's my whole thing. If they have all these people, I mean, we see it. Maybe they just hire extras to sit in there like, oh, I'm, I'm filling out my form. I want to be on Married versus Sight. There had to have been somebody else better. I can only imagine Boston women, 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 Watching this show, pissed off. Like, are you kidding me? This chick is terrible, and I mean, they couldn't pick me. I, I, I mean, it, like, if you you're one of those people filing in that audience, I mean, like in that area, like I said, filling out your typing your little thing, and you're like, I saw her at the casting. She does not seem personable, enjoyable. That we would, somebody would say, hey, you know, if I had to marry, I mean. It's just like I think if she was on the show, what was it? Uh, Love is blind on Netflix. She would have been one of those people who doesn't get the proposal too, because it's like somebody would be talking to her. But yeah, I'm gonna have to cross her out of my notebook. It's just like you're not, you're not, you're not my kind of people. And it's like, are you hot? No, no. okay, next. Yeah, she, she, her personality's bad, and it seems like the red flag kind of bad just from talking to her. And I always feel confused what the experts are seeing and if these people they select are just going, Dr. Viviana, I'm sweet. Pastor Cal, I deserve a chance. Dr. Pepper, you will put me on. Because it's like, as soon as they start talking, I'm like, why, why are they, why were they chosen? Yeah, I mean, like, they, this year for sure. Yeah, like, um, Mirla, like, Mirla, when you actually, like, the when you when we and this was how we, when we talked about this last season, we were like, "Are you sure you cast her on the right show?" Because I'm thinking y'all had that whole show that I had to watch on my DVR called Unmatchable. Like, yeah. I think that's where she should have been. And by the end, she proved that yeah, she should have been there. At least and, Merla was good TV. Again, this I do. I think this girl is going to be Alyssa is good TV. I don't think so I'm at th- all. I, I think, think she's gonna be it's going to be her diary entries or when she's, you know, has to do the cameras and stuff. Hers is going to be unbearable obnoxious and that might be entertaining. Uh, I, I mean I, I mean I, I feel for, I feel sorry for Chris's like I mean and he's sitting in the li- like after you you got married, you're sitting in the lobby and your wife is nowhere to be seen. I'm just I don't know how I would have felt like that cuz it's like uh, hey, this is a person I just met 20 minutes ago. Uh, it's been a long day, and they've already told me, Oh, yeah, I'm not a super affectionate, you know, doesn't want to do the kiss at the uh, wedding. You want to do a twirl? Like, no, I don't twirl. What? 
I don't twirl. I have cowboy boots right. on, but I don't twirl. I, I, I just twirl ropes. I don't twirl myself. Ah, uh, yeah, I'm not buying that. So I would. I mean, it's like, hey, uh, producers, instead of having me on out here for like a couple hours or something, can somebody just tell me something right now, and I can go pack my bags and not even bother going upstairs because this is not going to work. I don't care what it is. Just don't waste my eight weeks. When I'm, I'm, I should be closing some million dollar deal with versus dealing with somebody who probably is not interested to me or just kind of, it ain't going to work. That's that's the easy thing. Just don't waste anybody's time. I think there's a $50,000 clause exit fee if they leave before the show is done. So that's why you see some of these miserable couples staying together, even though from jump, they look like they're never going to work out. Say that again. 50000 so if you're like, so you're basically like on ransom for fifty thousand dollars cost if you don't stay the eight weeks. I mean, they're paying you. I mean, you're you're they pay for your wedding dress, your ring, your honeymoon, maybe to sunny Florida or exotic Las Vegas. Um, your flights, your apartment. So an apartment for eight weeks could be, you know. Could be some money. Could be depending some money. on your location. And they always have to rent out these places and make sure nobody's there. So those are costs. I mean, I don't know if that's fifty thousand dollars worth, but there's a production team, there's a lot of salaries involved in that. I can see how that could start to stack up to be a sizable amount. And fifty thousand is just that ridiculous deposit. So it's like you better stay. Now maybe it's like twenty thousand all things considered. Now, but they're gonna go, you- hey, we're gonna set, jack this up so you don't leave. I mean, like, your your number doesn't sound that outrageous for probably what would happen. Like, because I think of uh, truly, truly, truly outrageous. The, the, what was it? Sorry. Zach and uh, the one from DC okay. where Zach. Oh no, no, wait, no, Brandon. No, the, uh, Brandon that Taylor. season. But Brack. I mean, oh, oh play. yeah, uh, Mindy. Yes. Yeah, when he's like, uh, I don't want to actually stay with you, but I I, I want to talk and say some stuff and not uh, t- talk to you. Uh, I, I I like you, but I don't like you. But you know, liking things is really you know who can ever say anyone likes anyone. But um, you know, <laughs> like master definitely talking. Yeah, he definitely would have been like, if there was no financial penalty, I think oh, he would have yeah, been like, absolutely. I'm out. I'm out. I, so I think you're probably right that there is some kind of um uh, some kind of exit fee because I'm, I'm sure pay. I mean, Chris. Once he knew it was done, he would not have been coming back around hey, if it uh, wasn't hey, uh, for I'm, I'm just some financials. Uh, hello and, and say stuff. I brought some dinner. And yeah, um, did I tell you about a car for my girl Mercedes? And I got her Mercedes because her name is Mercedes. And oh, God. you know what? Chris was a train wreck from the first interview. But Chris made for excellent TV. And Alyssa is not going to be entertainment TV. But who could be, though, is our boy Olajuwon. And he who never met a shirt, he couldn't unbutton in five seconds. I <laughs> mean, honestly, and it, when you actually unbutton your shirt, like you're a stripper, at your wedding, my man, <laughs> the in-laws are going to love you. <laughs> They're going to be floored with you. Now, there is precedent for that. So in Boston, the first time they went there, uh, Shawnee did a little bit of a lap dance for Jeffy, and his mama was like, what is this chick doing? And they're still together. So maybe they told him, you do a little dance for your for your wife, it'll, it'll, it'll mm-hmm. help everything stay together. But yeah, he was like looking for tips, basically. 
Hey, uh, hey, his, his wife, and his, his wife enjoyed it. So, hey, I mean, we'll, we'll see. But I, I still, I, I, again, Lajuan's my favorite already. I mean, yeah. it just he's gonna be entertaining. I mean, like in the in the you know previews of all the season, it was like, wow, you know, he's bringing a drama too. Oh, okay, Lajuan. The tears, man. The tears. I just, I just can't understand. So the show is great. If you guys aren't watching it. Please do because it's when it works, it's great. It's like such a oh, this is amazing. What a what a wacky thing that this worked out. And the couples that stay together, they're so sweet. And it's like, oh man, I'm so glad I invested in their love story. And then the train wrecks is like, oh gosh, why? Why? I mean, why why is it so hard to just put people together? And have why well, why is it so hard to put two strangers together and marry them? Uh well, you know, when you don't go with the lofty, I think her Frugalness can be elevated by his ridiculous spending habits. No, <laughs> it's like, and once they can get through the fact that one has to spend money, I think it'll work out real well for him. Yeah. It's like, yeah. just he, go he's baseline a, he's normal a people. Serious recovering alcoholic, and she works at a bar. I think if they can get past that, they'll be fine. No, they won't. Stop doing no. that. Don't don't do it. Alyssa's yeah. clearly materialistic on all shady, shallow measures. Chris is not a model, but I feel like if Chris were a model, he'd be like, are y'all serious for matching her with me? Come on. He, I, they should have matched Zach with her. Zach would have been like, are you kidding me? Do you see my ass? Well, well, um, well you know, uh, people like people, and, and, I, and I, I, I could like her, but um, I don't really see me like, you know, once I get to know you will like you, I may like you, but I don't know if I will like you right now, but I will probably try and like you in the future, but not in the present and see where that goes. But you're okay with really it. the present is always a currently moving, flowing object like water. Flushing and, thing, it's and you like have water, kind of you have to make too. sure you drink a lot every day. And I work out really well. And because I'm a love you, Zach from DC, my man. He was the circular talker extreme. Man. Now it's that time. It's it's a magic moment. And normally I'm breaking tradition big time because I normally have you present <laughs> your dummy of the week first. But this time, I need it because I know who you've got. So I needed to cut in line here. And we, we mentioned that we were going to talk about the NFL later. I am... Yeah, let's just go with it. I am a borderline nutjob 49er fan. And, borderline? All right, all right, all right, all right. There, there is no border. I rewatched the Niners Packers game because I I'm, I like to do that when I win, you know, when the team wins, because watching the Niners now is like, hey, make sure to have the ambulance on speed dial because you're going to need it after this game. Yeah, this is a big one, Elizabeth. Um, So we scored our touchdown off a of block, uh, blocked punt and. I counted exactly how many seconds it took from the kickoff if it didn't go out of bounds. It was like five or six seconds. I have a question for you. What is 13 minus five or six seconds? 13 minus five, eight. Okay, what about six? Seven. All right. Typical NFL play would be six or seven seconds especially if you have to drive 60 yards down the field and you don't have the benefit then of calling any of your timeouts. 
my dummy of the week are the Buffalo Bills for deciding defenses for suckers. And we are not going to kick this ball inbounds, let seconds run off the clock. And we're going to trust on our defense that has been water-like in stopping Patrick Mahomes. And we're not going to cover his one of his two targets that he always goes to in these high-pressure moments. Oh, wait, there's Travis Kelsey. There he goes. Oh, shoot. They just kicked the tying field goal. That's okay. We'll get him in overtime. Oh, we lost the coin toss. Oh, no. Okay. And we're not going to stop. We're not going to play defense in the end zone on Travis Kelsey. See, here, here's the funny thing is, I I say if they had, and I don't know who the lineup was, but I think that if you're Andy Reid, you probably had Tariq Hill in there in case they kicked it shallow. He and was knew it. not in there. Okay. I'll take that out. Do I think I need to get, do I need to not make any easier for Patrick Mahomes to get, you, you give him an extra 20 yards, I think it goes, I think he gets a touchdown and it's not even going over to him. I think I probably, I, I, I mean, I, that's, what, that's when you're in a prevent defense because they can't do anything. All you have to do is just have everybody in the end zone. Jeff, with seven uh, do, you work, do you work for Tampa Bay? Nobody, nobody does prevent defenses. Come on. Listen, Tampa Bay would, was was knocking real close on that. They just happened to get shoved aside because Buffalo was like, hey, this is my beer. Thank you. All right. Yeah. But, man, Tampa Bay's secondary. Hey, I think they've got two guys they like to throw to in situations. Oh, no. That's one of them. Wait, that's the other one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did he just run by it for a touchdown? Yeah, yeah, he yeah. did. Uh, oh, well. Yeah. yeah, some really shoddy, questionable defenses. And the Bills just not recognizing. Instead of giving them two chances, let's just give them one. We will run out six or seven seconds and hope for the best. And we'll just put everybody in the end zone, bat the ball away, and we'll even put Josh Allen back there because he's tall and he'll knock over anybody. Let's just try that. Yeah, and they did. It's, it's, Who's your dummy of the week, bro? Well, my dummy of the week also comes from that game. Uh, but it is not an actual player. It is Ms. Uh, champagne popping divisional playoff winning Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> I think it wasn't so bad. It's like, I mean, hey, I said, I, I, after I talked to you, I said that was one of the greatest games I've ever watched. I, I no defense. Yeah, I can talk about all the reasons why it wasn't a great game. I loved watching that game. But am I going to be champagne popping? On a divisional playoff, and then shaking it on all the people probably in negative two degrees in Kansas. Hey, I'm like, I'm pretty sure if you you didn't know that was Patrick Mahomes' fiance, you gonna be like, who the heck is that idiot who just popped champagne on me? Because I'm gonna see you upstairs. I don't know. I kind of feel like that make it even worse. Oh, that's Mahomes too. Oh, oh, I'm injured. Oh, it's cold. I need some uh, I had pneumonia pain and the, suffering. I had some pneumonia from that champagne spray. Oh, yeah. I'm going to need, wait, it's only once you win, when you win the Super Bowl. I'm not talking to you today. I, I got to consult my lawyer for the next four weeks, see what happens. I'm just like, you realize you have home field advantage throughout the playoffs. I got bottles of champagne to spare, baby. Like, it's just. <sighs> well, it, it is more so her commentary. The people who don't, who have an issue with it have never won anything. It's like, 
You've Kalani, never. Kalani. I mean, <laughs> oh, no, it was like, sweetie, I hate to tell you this, Even worse. but Russell Wilson's first wife also thought she won that lottery. It's not permanent. <laughs> Let me um, see you want to step. <laughs> it's like, right uh, on out of here. That's yeah. It's wow. like, you are still, fi- here's the thing is, you are still fiance and he got his big contract. So if you decide to get married in certain, certain places, that's before you got married property. You're just after property. Man, that, Earnings. It's like. She's so I, it, terrible. It, it's like I, I I need some. You need to talk to one of those player wives, and then and they, maybe they can help you. Like, uh, they live different lifestyles and don't put the spotlight on you. It's not yeah, going to I mean, end well. You don't really know a lot of players' wives. Like you know Matthew Stafford's wife, because she'll go. It was crazy. The 49er fans took over the stadium, so it was wild. Matthew had to do a silent count because they were so loud, and. She's out here begging Rams fans, please don't sell tickets to the Niner fans. I'll buy the tickets for you, and I'll give them away. Okay. How shoddy How shoddy is the Rams' scorn fan base? Because they're like, you know what? Bump y'all. Take your tails back to St. Louis. <laughs> hey, we're, hey, we're, 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 we're uh, what, Charger fans now? Like, who, yeah. who, who's the other who, who, Who's the other guys in the uh, SoFi Stadium? Yeah. Um. Who, who are the yeah, Clippers a, to our Lakers? I'm confused. Mm, yeah. yeah. The church. Yeah. Anyhow. Yeah. So, hopefully, there's two more of these. But first, most importantly, have to do it this Sunday. So, I'm hoping very much to be super, pun intended, hyped about everything when we record next time. Uh, not obnoxious at all. I mean, I don't feel like I'm gonna be no. that obnoxious. No, you're not. You're, you're not. Like, if, I, if you were talking three weeks, spraying into the mic, that would be absurd. I was gonna say, check check back in three weeks if that's the case. In three weeks, if that's the case, there may be like champagne just spraying at random points through the show. <laughs> Queen, I'm breaking out in spontaneous. We are the champions. That may happen, and confetti just dropping down. Every, it, Five minute intervals. I was gonna say that that's worth like paying the license for. Like, hey, can, we, can we just use your song? Just snip it thirty seconds. We just I, need I'll to just go. lip sync it, so everyone knows <laughs> that I'm singing. <laughs> no, just that. I'll just do that. All right. Well, bro, shot. Thank you as always. It's time to see what's up with those crazy married folks. Thank you as always. Thank y'all out there for listening. This episode allows movie files has been filed.